BYU Cougar Baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets one deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome inside Miller Park on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah, as tonight the 8-3 BYU Cougars seek to extend their best start to a season since the Cougs' conference championship campaign of 2016. This evening's opposition, the Milwaukee Panthers, as these two teams tangle for the first time ever in game one of a four-game weekend series. My name is Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play call tonight. Joined on the headset by BYU baseball director of operations, Tuckett Slade and Tuckett, uh, as well as the Cougs, have been pitching and playing defense and winning 8 of 11 so far. They get a great test tonight because the Panthers have some pop at the plate. Yeah, like you said, it's really strength for strength. Pitching versus hitting. The Panthers come out with an offensive team that's a junior-senior leading team. And boy, they like to swing at Greg, and they're going to come aggressive, and they're free swinging one through nine. They got a little pop in their bat, and it's going to be a fantastic competition. First pitch just a moments away. The rain has cleared off. Time enough now to get us 90 seconds with the skipper. It's head coach Mike Littlewood from our pregame chat, chat a short time ago, uh, talking about tonight's matchup of strength versus strength as BYU plays the Panthers here in Provo. Yeah, they're big and strong and physical. Uh, the one thing that scares me about their lineup is they're all veteran guys. There are a lot of, lot of seniors and juniors, uh, a couple freshmen, but they're, they're upperclassmen. And when guys are upperclassmen in baseball, they put together good at-bats. Um, they make the pitcher work, and they're big and strong. And at altitude, you know, they put the bat on it, and they, they can hit it out of here. So, yeah, they're, they're a scary team. Uh, but, I, you know, I trust Woody. I think uh, Jordan Wood will go out there tonight and give us a good start. Arizona doesn't lose a lot of non-conference home series, and Milwaukee was an out or two away from getting that series on the weekend. They were. That, that just shows you the, how veteran they are. They're not, not scared to go in anywhere and play. Uh, Should have won two. They had a four-run lead in the ninth um, with two outs and nobody on and end up losing, but uh, they're a good team. First ever meeting between BYU and this Milwaukee club, but weather uh, a little squirrely perhaps. Uh, how do you see things shaking out tonight? Yeah, I think we're going to have to deal with some rain. The nice thing is we have a turf field, and, and uh, we can deal with a little bit of rain. If it's a downpour, we have to get off the field, obviously. We don't want to hurt anybody or throw, throw baseballs in the stands all day long. Nobody wants to see that, including the, the uh, head coach. But uh, I think we'll be able to get the game in. Just going to be a little chilly and, and wet. These four-game series are a little rarer. Yeah, I mean, them coming all this way, us trying to put together a 56-game schedule, it's, it's, it's tough, and it's nice of them to, to play us. Nobody really wants to play a, a doubleheader at this level, but they were nice enough to be, able to be willing to, to play a doubleheader tomorrow. Um, hopefully the weather will hold off, off, off for us. It doesn't look great tomorrow, but, you know, the, the, the thing about baseball is you, go, you have to play in the elements. So you just have to be patient and deal with whatever comes to you. All right, good luck tonight. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. That was BYU Baseball Head Coach Mike Littlewood. For lineups and the first pitch, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. 
BYU Cougars, Milwaukee Panthers. Cougs 8-3 and three on the year. Panthers 6-3. and three. Line up for the Panthers who are in white pants with black and gold tops. BYU in the all-whites tonight uh, leading off. Playing center field, number 31, Devin Rybacki. Hitting second, second baseman, Mitchell Bubon. Hitting third, the shortstop, number six, Trevor Schwecki. And cleanup, number 17, Colin Kreider, the left fielder. As Rybacki steps into face, Jordan Wood. Woody for BYU, 1-0 on the season, making his fourth start tonight. His ERA a tidy 2.60, and opponents are batting 242 off of Jordan as he settles in. First batter of the night, Rybacki steps in, and we are underway here at Miller Park on a cool, very brisk, but now dry night after some heavy rainfall earlier. First pitch is fouled off down the right field line. Yeah, it was interesting to see if they would hack at the first pitch of the game because in the three games against Arizona, they hacked at every first pitch of the game, and sure enough, they did it again. Right-handed hitter, Rybacki, looking at an 0-1 delivery from Jordan Wood. Again, contact, and again down the right field line, and again foul, and deeper out of play this time. So, he's got himself a favorable 0-2 count on the first batter of the night. Yeah, Jordan does a good job of getting ahead of batters, and what makes him really good as the ace is that He's a guy that can put you away right right away, and uh, he's also a guy that can just barely miss and just basically give you a chance every night. Jordan getting his sign from catcher Noah Hill. Right-hander fires, and again, a third swing fouled off to the right. Yeah. Velocity's looking good tonight. The, every pitch has been 92. He had one that's 91. It's good to see that from Wood. Colder nights, usually velocity dips a little bit, but uh, to see him out the gates throwing some heat is a good sign. Usually low low 90s is the top part of his range, isn't it? It is, yeah. Another 0-2 to Rybacki. The kick, the fire, and the fourth consecutive foul off. This one more of a nubber behind the plate to the left. So four straight pitches fouled off by the Milwaukee leadoff hitter, Devin Rybacki, hitting 351 on the year. And had an injury shortened season last year. Started this year quite well at the plate. Righty to righty. This one's driven sharply to right field. Settling under it, making the catch. Right fielder Brock Hale. And one down here in the top of the first. Greg, I don't think I've ever seen that before. A, a leadoff hitter swing at every pitch of his first at bat. That's just just, just going to show you that this team's aggressive and they want to swing as much as they can and just try to get ahead early and just hammer baseballs. Five pitches, five swings for Ryback. The last one results in a fly out to the right field. Mitchell Bubon is at the plate and that's a foul off to the right as well. Mitchell Bubon is hitting 375 on the year and he comes in two tonight on a nine game hitting streak. Every game to start the season has seen a hit for Bubon. Looks at the 0-1 and fouls that into the screen. So, Woody's been pitching ahead in the count to the first two batters of this game. And Bubon's looking at an 0-2 now with one gone here in the top of the first. BYU and Milwaukee. First ever meeting between the Cougars and Panthers. First ever Horizon League team to face BYU all time. Jordan Wood delivers. This ball high. The umpires tonight. Anthony Prater at the plate. So Prater's the plater. This evening, Troy Hodak at first, Michael Goble at second, and Chris Schultz at third. Those are your arbiters for the evening. The one and two. Mm, outside. Go to two two on Bubon. 
Yeah, the crowd really wanted that pitch. It was a borderline strike. Wood wanted that pitch, but uh, Prater's known for having a, a real tight zone as a home plate umpire. 13 RBIs lead the Panthers. They come from Bubon, and he's hit on the left hip. So Jordan Wood hits the second batter of the night, and the Panthers put one on with one down here in the top of the first. Next up, the shortstop, Trevor Schwecki. You know, Greg, I hate when I see a guy that's not having the best start to the season because law, law of averages show that that 130 batting average is going to just keep rising because he's a good kid that's be able to hit in his career. Schwecki just the three hits in nine games, and that 130 average is Tuckett notes. First pitch is piped in for a strike. And Woody's been ahead of everyone so far. Third batter of the evening is the Panthers. Have a man on first with one down. We're scoreless, just underway here at Miller Park. Schwecki. Righty against righty. Again. Makes contact. Skies at high to the right side. Brock Hale settling under it near the boundary. Brings it in and it's two gone. Galloping back to first will be Bubon. Well, now with two outs here and a runner at first, Bubon's a guy that we consider as a staff doing the scouting report, is a green runner. So he's a guy that can really run, and he's a guy that wants to run. So it's a good situation here. You might see him take off here to try to get in a scoring position with two outs. Colin Kreider, the left fielder, and a left-handed hitter into the batter's box. That's two down here in the top of the first. Kreider swings and sends it foul down the right side. A lot of foul balls down the right field line so far here in this one. As Kreider goes to 0-1, and, and he's hitting 257 on the year. Finished last year second on the Panthers at 320 in his batting average. Waffles the bat off his left shoulder and awaits the delivery from Jordan Wood. The 0-1 from Wood, the man on first. Swinging a ground ball to third base. And from Clough to Sue, the side is retired. Jackson Clough, some second base, some third base tonight. And with uh, Clough at third, DJ McNew is seeing his first start at second base this evening. It's part of BYU's defensive alignment. After a half an inning, it is 0-0 BYU and Milwaukee on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans, you can enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. Debbie will be back with us here on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Bottom of the first, 0-0 BYU and Milwaukee. Danny Jelilich will lead things off with the Cougs here in the bottom of the first to be followed by first baseman Brian Sue, right fielder Brock Hale hitting cleanup, third baseman Jackson Clough. Facing Jelilich, Jared Reclitus, right-hander for the Panthers. Kicks and deals and called strike on the first pitch for the Panthers. Danny hitting 212 on the year. 
Wants to get that K rate cut down a little bit. He's struck out on 30% of his at-bats. That's hit sharply to the shortstop. Schwecki bobbled it for a moment and just enough of a moment to allow Jelilich to get to first safely. Yeah, that's the thing with Jelilich. He's so fast. He's the fastest guy on the team. And, and if you bobble it, or if it bounces usually twice on the infield, he's going to be safe. Good, good speed there by Danny to start the game off. So Cougars put a man on to start the game. And Brian Sue hitting 343 on the year. Settling in. Just a, couple of, just a couple of RBIs for Brian so far this season. Jelly takes his lead off first. Reclitus delivers. And this one's laced foul down the right field line. 0-1-1 to Sue. That was recorded as a hit for Jelilich. Sharply to Schwecki. Didn't handle cleanly. And Jelilich was galloping to first ahead of the throw. Reclitus out of Sheboygan. And a lot of Wisconsinites on this Milwaukee team, as you might expect, some 20-plus players from America's Dairyland. So this is actually... That second pitch is a ball. This is warm weather for them, Greg. It, this it, is warm. This is like minus 15 back on. This is not bad at all. <laughs> all right, one and one to Sue. Righty against righty from the bottom of the first. We'll go back to first, and Jelilich sees the ball skip away from first baseman Joe Weisskosel, but Weisskosel tracks it down. Jelilich will stay where he was at first base. Man on first, bottom of the first. In a scoreless game, Milwaukee and BYU. First game of a four-game set. They'll play three more, at least they hope to, weather permitting. Doubleheader tomorrow with Jason Shepard joining you. And then the uh, finale on Saturday morning. Yes, a late morning first start here at Miller Park. Hit to the second baseman. Chance to turn two. Schwecki handles, gets it first by Skosel, and that is a double play. Two done. For the Cougs here in the bottom of the first. Yeah, well done right there. Got the fastball away that uh, he just wants to get a ground ball to the play right there. And he got the 4-6-3. It's exactly what you want after you give up a leadoff single. So Bubon, Schwecki, and Viscosal on the 4-6-3. So Sue is retired. And so too Jelilich at second. Batting third now, Brock Hale. The right fielder hitting 275 on the season. Hale stepping into the box, right-handed hitter against right-handed pitcher. First pitch of ball, second pitch of ball, 2-0 and to Hale. Yeah, Brock's a guy that needs to get going. He's been a, you know, a little tardy early on in his career here, but uh, if he gets going, the lineup really gets confident. Thought about a swing, held back, but called strike anyway. 2-1 and one with two gone here in the first to Hale. Jelilich got on, Sue hit into double play, and we're at two done with Hale at the dish. It's inside for ball three. So three and one to Brock. An all WCC first team selection last year. As good as he was last year, he's even better the year before. Delivery sends Hale to first base on the walk. Low and outside from Reclitus. Reclitus needs to get that uh, that ERA down. It's 8.44 through three starts. They've been touched up a little bit, have the Panthers with Reclitus on the mound. Hitters at 333 on the year on the ace of this squad. It'll take a while, maybe a little warmer weather for him to start throwing like an ace. Yeah, he, uh, he definitely didn't have his best outing against Arizona in game one. Jackson Clough, the third baseman. Here's your cleanup hitter and strides to the plate. Hitting from the left side. 
with Hale. Having walked and taking his lead at first, Reclitus out of the stretch. Goes to 2-0, ball outside. That's one thing with Tony Prater as the umpire, the home plate umpire. We've seen him a lot over the years. You have to earn the strike. There's no such thing as off the plate. It's either on the, on the plate or it's a ball, which you like that as a, as a hitter. Clough sees it piped in for a strike. Two and one now to Jackson, who leads BYU in pretty much every meaningful offensive category right now. He's had a great start to the he year. He really has. It's been return missionaries usually don't come back and see the ball as well as he has, and it's been fantastic early on here. Two and one to Clough. The kick and fire. That's a little inside to three and one. So Reclitus looking to avoid walking a second consecutive batter here with Hale at first. Some danger was averted earlier in the inning with the Cougars hitting into a 4-6-3. Hale has since gotten on with a walk, and now Clough's one pitch away from that happening is with Hale on the run. Clough is swinging away and fouls it out to the right. So three and two now with two gone, and Hale will once again be on the run. Yeah, Coach Littlewood trusts his his hitters to put balls in play on 3-1 and hit them hard. So you'll see a lot of runners going motion on 3-1. And obviously 3-2, two, two outs, he's definitely going here. Clough looking at a full count. Reclitus. Sends it into Clough, who laces it into right field. And that'll put runners at first and third here in the bottom of the first. So Clough with a single, advancing Hale to third. Now with two gone. Runner in scoring position for BYU. Jackson Clough follows up his two-for-five night on Tuesday, which was two triples for the two hits with a single here in the first. Put the Cougars back in business. Yeah, Clough was the difference on, on Tuesday. Without him in the lineup, that's a loss. And he did a fantastic job and started off great this game. Designated hitter Keaton Kringland hitting just under 300 at 297 on the year. Into the batter's box and swinging and missing at pitch number one from Reclitus. Yeah, good slider right there, running away from Keaton's bat. Tough pitch to hit. Tonight's catcher for the Panthers is Tyler Bordner. Great hitter in the middle of the Panthers lineup. And a second swing and a miss for Kringlin. So 0-2 quickly to Keaton with runners on the corners here with two gone at the bottom of the first. Well, when you get down 0-2, you just have to find a way to battle and put a ball in play and see if something good can happen. Fifth batter of the inning for the Cougs. Bottom of the first in a scoreless game. Heavy rain throughout much of the afternoon. Tapered off about 90 minutes before first pitch. And a pleasant but cool evening here in Provo. That's strikeout. As three swings, three misses for Keaton. And the Panthers get out of it. With runners on the corners, we're through one. 0-0, BYU and Milwaukee. You're on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Gave you the first four batters for Milwaukee in the first. Let's finish off the uh, Milwaukee batting lineup. 39, Joe Viscosal, the first baseman, hitting fifth. Tyler Bordner, sixth. Mike Ferry, the third baseman, hitting seventh. Oakland Scanlon, the DH, eighth. And Matt Cortell, the right fielder, ninth. And batting now is Joe Viscosal, the first baseman. Fifth batter of the night for the Panthers, who sees that pitch from Jordan Wood come high and tight. Ball one to Viscosal. Viscosal hitting over 400 early in the season. 407 clip. It's a big boy, Greg. Looks like he can do some damage up there. 
6'3", 225, makes contact, but the grounder to McNew at second base is handled. Gets it over to Sue, and one retired here in the top of the second. So DJ McNew, uh, been out a couple of games, just uh, nursing uh, a little bit of a knock, uh, but he's come back in and come back in at second base, which is new for him. Yeah, you know, he uh, he hurt his finger, and he's back healthy again. But uh, the interesting thing about the whole infield, Greg, is every single one of them were high school shortstops. Hmm. So they're used to playing you know, up the middle, and they're athletic enough to play really anywhere on the infield, and he's done a good job. Catcher Tyler Bordner now at the plate and seeing the first pitch from Wood go high for ball one. one and 0 to Bordner with one gone here in the top of the second. BYU and Milwaukee here in Provo, scoreless so far. Wood kicks and delivers low and outside for ball two. Bordner ahead of Wood. Second batter of the second inning for the Panthers. Stay on the road for quite a while. They'll play 21 consecutive games away from home before getting a home game in late March. This one laced to right field, and it'll gap it to the wall. Hale tracks down. It'll be a double for Viscosal. I beg your pardon, Bordner. So Bordner with the double. You're in the top of the second. Yeah, got a fastball down the middle, running a little bit away, and put a really good swing on it, and Line drive, one hopper off the right center field wall. Good piece of hitting right there. Mike Ferry, diminutive third baseman, steps into the batter's box. 5'7", seven, buck 75. One of the eight Illinois players on this team. A lot of Wisconsin, a few Illinois guys, and then you've got a scattering of states giving a single player to this Panther roster. Mike Ferry, his first at-bat with Bordner on second. After a one-out double, it's a strike from Wood. Yeah, good pitch right there. If you can get a, if you can get ahead of a count with a breaking ball, it sets up the whole entire at-bat to really go to whatever you want to next. A 1-1 to Ferry. Listed in the roster with jersey 1. He's wearing jersey 23 tonight. Waggles the bat off the right shoulder. Wood looks at second, fires high and wide for ball one, one and one, with one gone here in the top of the second. Yeah, just hung on to a changeup a little bit too long that time and cut it a little bit outside. Change one of Jordan's four pitches, fastball, curve, slider, and his change. One and one delivery to Ferry. Bordner on second. Swing a foul back. Skipping off the turf and the pellets here at Miller Park. Be one and two now to Ferry. It's hard to get used to saying that for the second year now, pellets over dirt. <laughs> yeah. But boy, this field is gorgeous. And we wouldn't be playing today if we had our normal field. It's been uh, battered pretty good by rain and sleet the last few days here. Ferry looking at a one and two. Wood glancing at second, firing home. It's high and outside for ball two. Two and two now to Ferry. Ferry hit about 320 in league play last year. And early in this season, still trying to get to that neighborhood at 250 on the year coming into the evening. Ferry settles his batting helmet and awaits the delivery from Jordan Wood. A 2-2 two two with one gone here in the top of the second. Scoreless, BYU and Milwaukee. The righty-to-righty delivery is called strike. That's punch out. Jordan Wood. It's backwards K. Two gone here in the second. 
Yeah, Greg, that's a really good pitch right there. They're sit he's just hunting fastball right there, and he got that slider to stay on the outside corner for a nice called strike three. Designated hitter Oakland Scanlon. Not too often you see a DH 10 games in with no RBIs, but that's what this guy is. Oakland Scanlon, number 32. He definitely looks the part. Yeah. Big kid. The 214 average doesn't right now through nine games are the Panthers. And this is where Jordan Wood loves to go to his changeup against left-handed hitters because it starts down the middle and it runs down and away and it just it's a swing and miss or a rollover pitch. Scanlon's only played in six of the nine, now seven of the ten games for Milwaukee. Is the first pitch delivery is a strike from Jordan Wood. 0-1 here to Scanlon with two gone here in the top of the second. Well, two outs, runner on second. As a hitter, you just want to find a way to put a ball in play and get an RBI, and the pitcher is saying, hey, I've done the hard part. I've kept him at second. Now i got to finish this inning. Right. Woody with a glance back. Righty to lefty delivery, and this one's fouled into the screen. So 0-2. Jordan Wood in a good spot as the fans applaud the effort of Noah Hill to catch off the screen. That was impressive. little bare hand. All right, Woody's in a good spot here. Yeah, real good. 0-2, you've got a couple of pitches to work with here, Greg. You can go that changeup run away, try to get a swing and miss, or that fastball away to see if you can get him a chase. You don't want to give him anything to hit here. You want to go to your best out pitch. Bordner on second after a one-out double. He stays there now with two out and an 0-2 pitch. It is grounded to the right side. McNew collects. Sends to Sue, and the side is retired. So, runner left on second for the Panthers. We're through an inning and a half here at Miller Park. BYU 0, Milwaukee 0 on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back at Miller Park, bottom of the second. Batting for the Cougs, the left fielder Mitch McIntyre. Jared Reclitus. High and outside for ball one. McIntyre to be followed by the second baseman, D.J. McNew. Noah Hill, the catcher, then due up. Rest of the lineup to the ninth hitter is Noah Hill, the catcher. With the shortstop, Carson Matthews then. Hitters eight and nine through the Cougar lineup as McIntyre swings and fouls off. One and one. Yeah, and McIntyre isn't having a great start to the season average-wise, but he's doing a good job of at least finding ways to get on base. Hitting 152, the left-hander facing the righty, Reclitus. Watches that in, and it's called a strike. No, ball. They did call it a ball. Yeah, so it I, thought I saw the left hand go up, and just the uh, ball designation. It'll be 2-1 and one to McIntyre. Reclitus. That one's called a strike as he goes high and in on McIntyre, but... Enough of the zone to be called a strike to two and two with none out here in the bottom of the second. A scoreless game. Swing and a miss from Mitch McIntyre. And strikeout number two for Reclitus. Reclitus works pretty quickly, too. Yes, he really does. And as a defense on a cold night, you love that. It's like, hey, get on the mound and go to work. That's back-to-back strikeouts for Reclitus. He caved Keaton Kringland to end the first and gets McIntyre swinging and missing to start the second. DJ McNew playing second base tonight. Right-handed hitter. Looking at the first pitch from Reclitus and it's hit right back to Reclitus to flex off his glove. Takes it off the turf and then kind of slow throws and 
does get it to his first baseman by Skosal in time, but it's a little dicey on the delivery there as it goes to two outs here in the bottom of the second. Yeah, good reflexes right there by Reclitus. If he doesn't, you know, knock that down, that's a definite single up the middle. Good swing there by DJ. So retired 1-3 on the grounder up the middle. Catcher Noah Hill hitting a robust 382 on the year with 13 hits in 11 games. Lost speed comes in for a strike on 0-1 to Hill here in the bottom of the second. Yeah, Noah's done a really good job to start this year. He's had some really clutch hits, too. Second pitch called the ball, 1-1. One one. Noah Hill coming in, two tonight on a team-high eight-game hit streak. Keaton Kringlin is on seven in a row coming into this evening. Right-hander against right-hander here on a 1-1 one one with two gone here in the second. Catches the inside of the plate to 1-2. and two. Yeah, you know, the biggest thing I've noticed in the last four or five batters is he couldn't throw his breaking ball for a strike early on, but from Keaton on, he's really been commanding that pitch. Reclitus. The pitch outside. Two and two with two gone. You're in the bottom of the second. BYU's two hits on the night. Single hit for the Panthers. The Bordner double, after which he was stranded in the second. Reclitus. Sees that one fouled off down the left field line by Noah Hill. Stays two and two. Yeah, good swing right there. He had the slider running away that he just fouled down the line. Two strikes, you just have to get up there and battle. So eight-game hit streak for Noah. Had multiple hits in the first four games of the streak. Singletons in his last four games hit safely. Looking at a two-and-two delivery from Jared Reclitus. Skies that straightaway center. And settling under it is Devin Rybacki. That'll do it. BYU retired in order in the second inning. After two, BYU 0, Milwaukee 0. This is Cougar Baseball on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg BYU Radio. Talk about Top of the third here at Miller Park. Milwaukee and BYU 0-0. Hitting for the Panthers, the number nine hitter, the right fielder, Matt Cortell. A Canadian from very near Edmonton, Alberta. Edmontonians and Calgarians don't get along too well, <laughs> historically. Cortell looking at Jordan Wood, 60 feet, 6 inches away. Right-hander fires high on outside for ball one. Jordan Wood has gone uh, longer in each successive start this year. He's gone five innings, then six, then into the seventh. Pitch number two is strike number one. You'd be happy, Tucker, if he got a complete seven tonight. Yeah, it'd be a fantastic. And really with pitch counts, that's why they're able to go longer because every week your pitch counts get a little bit higher and you get a little looser. One-on-one delivery is fouled off to the left. But, yeah, the way it's set up, if he can get any start he goes, he can get through seven innings, you're set up for a really good game. So Cortell fouled it off near the Cougar dugout. One and two now with none gone in here in the top of the third. Jordan Wood looks into Noah Hill. Kicks and delivers and strikes out Cortell. And that'll be Jordan's second K of the day. Each starting pitcher with two strikeouts. What is so, that changeup we talked about, Greg? That to left-handed hitters, he throws that running away, and it's almost impossible to hit. Really good pitch there by Jordan Wood. Devin Rybacki getting his second at-bat. Flight out to Brock Hale in his first attempt. 
Righty-righty here in the top of the third with one gone. Jordan Wood snaps the glove of Noah Hill for a ball. 1-0 to Rybacki. BYU in the all-whites. Crisp look. That's high and in for ball two. 2-0 Wood to Rybacki. Rybacki finished last year really well. Hit safely in 26 of last year's final 31 games. And he's been given the leadoff duties this year. That's pretty impressive. There's a first strike for Jordan Wood. 2-1 and one now to Rybacki with one gone here in the top of the third. Jordan Wood, BYU's ace and normally in college baseball. Your Thursday starters will be the two top pitchers for the respective teams. And that's just sent right back up the middle into center field and off a couple of hops. Yeah, right Jelilich back. will collect, but that's a single hit sharply by Rybacki. Yeah, you get ahead in the count there. You're up 2-1, and he's looking for a fastball. He got one elevated and did a good job keeping his hands inside the baseball and hitting that line drive right back up the middle. Good swing there. We'll bring Mitchell Bubon to the plate. Bubon was hit by a pitch in the first inning. He does have that nine-game hit streak going. First at-bat not counting as an at-bat for Bubon. As Wood mm. fires back to first. and Getting back sharply was Rybacki. Ahead of the throw from Woody. Sue handled cleanly. Made the sweep just a fraction of a second late. This is a combo that loves to hit and run. So might expect a little action right here. Wood delivering from the stretch and Count 1-0 on Bubon. Mitchell Bubon, a sophomore, 6'2", buck 85. Ended up starting 43 games as a freshman for the Panthers. Runners off as that throw is one-hopped to second base and got him anyway. Throw by Noah Hill. And Ryback is gunned out at second. Yeah, good play by all right there. That's a changeup. I mean, sorry, slider running away. So Noah had to reach all the way across his body, get on line, and throw the one hop to DJ. And DJ did a good job of picking that and getting the tag down just in time. Good play. DJ McNew in his first start at second, applying the tag off the hop to get Rybacki. One and one now with two gone to Bubon. Well, that's one thing you might see a lot this weekend from uh, our catchers is that we teach that one hop to use the turf to your advantage because you're going to get a clean hop and it gets there quicker than on the fly. Jordan Wood with a one-and-two one delivery, and Katum caught looking is Bubon, and that's strikeout number three for Jordan Wood, two coming in this inning. As BYU goes to the bottom of the third in a scoreless game, Milwaukee zero, BYU zero. Cougs with Matthews, Jelilich, and Sue do up. This is Cougar Baseball on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Grubel. At shortstop, Carson Matthews leads off the bottom of the third for BYU by taking the second pitch he sees and striping it into left field for a single. So the Cougars in business early here in the third inning in a scoreless game, BYU and Milwaukee. We are back at Miller Park here in Provo. Carson Matthews now on first with Danny Jelilich, top of the order, up for BYU. Yeah, Carson got a fastball there and hammered it over the third baseman for a nice leadoff single. It's always great to start with the leadoff. 
with your nine hole getting a hit because then you turn the lineup over with your best guys coming up. Jelly singled and then was retired on a 4-6-3 in the first. None out here in the third. Matthews at first, taking his lead as the pitch comes inside to Jelilich from Jared Reclitus. Reclitus working very briskly. Man, he so works. much so that when we came yeah. back from the break, he was already throwing. Yeah, he works so fast. Reclitus glancing over at Matthews. We'll send back to first as Matthews scrambles back. Viscosal takes the throw from Reclitus and settle back into the stretch. Obviously, he wasn't pitching in their three-and-a-half-hour game that they had because there's no way with his kind of pace. In the last three games the Panthers have played have all been between three-and-a-half and four hours, and BYUs are all in the 230 to 245 range, the last three at least. Bunt shown. Bunt dropped down by Danny Jelilich, and that's perfectly done. Yeah, no shot. That'll be a bunt for a hit as Matthews will stop at second. So first and second, none out here in the third. The Cougars' fourth hit of the evening. What a great bunt by Jelly. Oh, it's fantastic. You can't ask for a better bunt than that right there. I know Coach Littlewood has challenged Jelilich this week on Monday in batting practice saying, hey, use your speed. Put some bunts down and maybe get yourself going. And so far, you view he had a bunt single and then he just had one tonight. So it's nice to see that. Jelly came into tonight hitting 212 and he's two for two this evening. Yeah. First baseman Brian Sue next up. So, crooked number alert here, Tuckett. Yeah, Absolutely. You might be see a bunt situation again right here to move those guys over for Brock. Righty against righty, and he'll abort the delivery and pivot back towards second. He'll send Matthews back. First and second for the Cougars. Jelly at first, Matthews at second, and Sue at the plate. Brian on a fourth, 343 clip coming into this evening. Again, the only thing really lacking right now is RBIs, and yeah. he's got a chance here. Delivery, and as Tuckett called it, another bunt. Reclitus will play it and retires Sue at first. Runners advance to second and third, one gone here in the bottom of the third. Yeah, that's one of those what Coach Littlewood calls as a sack drag. We want to sacrifice, but let's try to put it down the line and let's try to get a hit out of it. Worst case scenario, you move them over. Best case scenario, it's bases loaded. But it's a great call because now you have Brock Hill up with second and third and one out. So the fielder's choice bunt, putting runners at second and third with one gone, and Brock Hale, the right fielder, at the plate. Brock walked in the first. Was left stranded at the third, at third base, in the first. Brock Hale singles it and maybe doubles it. Into the gap and left. One runner home. Second coming. Hale to second. Will try for three. Cut off is bobbled and a triple for Brock Hale. A wow. two-run triple for Brock Hale. Wow, let me tell you, Greg, that he got that hanging breaking ball, and that ball bounced in the infield. Let's tell you how hard that ball was hit. It bounced just past the shortstop in the infield and got all the way to the wall. That ball was smoked. Good piece of hitting there by Brock Hill. Fantastic job. Cougars open on top. 2-0 here in the bottom of the third. And BYU in scoring first this year, undefeated, 5-0. Plating two runs early. Hale at third. After that triple. That's a wild pitch. Gets past the catcher. He'll throw back to Reclitus who covers but doesn't get Hale in time. Hale scrambling home. Comes home with the third run. BYU three and Milwaukee zero. One gone here in the bottom of the third. Yeah, Brock got a late jump on that. He didn't quite see it very well. But then when he took off, that play was closer than I like. That's for sure. But uh, great job stealing that run on, uh, on the overthrow. 
more wild pitch to pass ball, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was definitely wild pitch. Yeah. Threw it over the catcher's head. Got a just a fraction of a glove on it, I think, did uh, Bordner, the catcher, but got away from him, and Hale, despite the little bit of a late break, was on his way home and coming home with the third run of the night for BYU. So base is clear now for Jackson Clough. Sends it to right field, and sliding catch wow. made on his knees by the right fielder, Matt Cortell. That thing hung up just enough for Cortell to get under it. Yeah, Slides to his knees on the wet turf, and Clough is retired. Yeah, good play, because if he doesn't catch that ball, that probably gets behind him, and it's another triple. Really Keith good Kringle play. the DH next up for BYU, and a 3-0 game. The Cougars on the board with three in the bottom of the third. Brock Hale with a bases clearing triple to bring in two. He comes in with the third run on the wild pitch as the first pitch is high and wide to Kringlin for ball one from Reclitus. 1-0 with two gone here in the third. The kick and fire. That's a strike. Down the middle. 1-1. One one. BYU five hits on the night. The Panthers at two. Panthers haven't gotten anybody beyond second base. And that almost skims the belt of Kringlin. For two and one, with two gone. It's interesting the way that they're, uh, they're pitching Kringlin so far in this game. They're throwing sliders for strikes, and every fastball hasn't been close to give him a chance to hit. That's high in the zone, but called a strike to make it two and two. They're in the bottom of the third with two out. Keaton Kringlin at the plate. Keaton struck out in his first at-bat in the first inning. And strikes out... Uh, does get tagged on it. Second strikeout for Kringlin. So two at-bats and two Ks for Keaton. And the side is retired. After three, it is BYU leading it by a score of 3-0 over Milwaukee. This is BYU Baseball on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network.